You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Hawksweet Podcast, episode number 24 of season 7. We are back. Uh, took a couple days off, man. Took a couple days off. I had, had, Hawks had a... Uh, some free time and we decided to take some free time along with it so forgive us if you were looking for the Hawksweet podcast and you didn't catch it i hope you got a chance to catch up on some of the past episodes but uh we are back nonetheless listen we're gonna get into it y'all we're gonna get into it now we're gonna we're gonna put the housekeeping at the end we're gonna put the housekeeping at the end hawks lose a barn burner (laughs) 118 to 117 very entertaining game tonight, though, you know, if, if as far as games go, very entertaining. But in typical Hawks fashion, they uh, <laughs> couldn't close it out, man. Couldn't close it out. Uh, and it was crazy. If I were to tell you that the Hawks lost this lead and Luka Doncic wasn't the main reason, you would probably think I was full of crap. <laughs> but, nah, that's not exactly what happened, man. Let's go and get into this uh, recap real quick. Um I didn't do any keys to the game because I was doing a radio hit. Uh, shout out to my guys at the Sports talk, uh, sports uh, Roundtable. Uh, they had me on Talking Hawks right before the game, so I wasn't able to do my pregame keys. So I apologize to that. But uh, let's go back and get into this, man. Hawks and Mavs tip off nationally televised game. And I have to say this. I do not like nationally televised games. 
Oh my gosh, those guys were atrocious. Unless, unless, listen, unless you give me Doris Burke or you got to give me Hoobie Brown. One of the two. One of the two. If you're not going to go with the hometown crew, give me Doris Burke or Hubie or Hubie Brown, period, point blank. The national guys were just awful. I mean, because they don't cover your team. They don't even have a good bead on the dynamics, the ins and outs of the team. And you can tell, you can tell, like, the surface. And, you know, I'm not saying that they don't do the homework. It's just, you, you know, you, you don't, you know, we, we here after every game. You know, we here after every game. So, uh, it's just a little different perspective, and I don't like it. And I, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, Hawks Mavs, man. Hawks Mavs come out the gate, man, shooting good, you know. I thought that all the guys had a good pep in their step. It appeared. Uh, it appeared like uh, all the guys was ready. It appeared that they knew that that this was uh, this was uh, no regular game. This was all the lights was on. You know the prime time game, and you don't get them many of these national national nationally televised games. But uh, they knew what time it was, and uh, they came out. Came out, man. Both teams kind of swing. Both teams shooting the ball well, about 40%, 15-14 at the first T.O. Uh, you had about five lead changes in the first few minutes, man. It was, it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. And uh, the Mavs ended up winning the first quarter, actually, just by one point, 33-32. A good feeling out. But Trey's going. Luke is going. John Collins is going. And uh, you know it had it had it had the good. It, it did not disappoint. It did not disappoint. One thing you don't want to have is uh, on, on a national game, yeah, <laughs> like a blowout or anything like that. So luckily, uh, we didn't have that from the jump. First quarter, Hawks shot fifty percent. Man, you can't really be mad at that. You know, Hawks shot fifty percent, and uh, you know the 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 Mavs they shot forty six percent. So. Um, it, it was a good first half of feeling out for each other. Second half, um, Hawks pull away, man. Hawks outscored the Mavs thirty to nineteen, and let me tell you what happened. And and, and this is a good metric of this is a good metric of <laughs> how the game was going to go. So Trey Young plays the full first quarter, right? Full first quarter, second quarter, and let me read you. Let me read you the Hawks' possessions with Trey Young on the bench. Right, first possession, offensive foul by Capella. Come back down, Godwin miss. Second possession, third possession, Godwin miss. Next possession, Gallo miss. Next position, next possession, Gallo miss. He was fouled. He makes two. Then the next possession, Cam miss. Air ball three. By then, Lloyd had enough. Puts John Collins in. <laughs> Next time down, Herder miss. <laughs> After that, Lloyd had had enough. Enough. So obviously, he knows what time it is with the bench. He knows what time it is with the bench. Got to play a short bench. And I said, if if, if they're gonna win, Trey's gonna have to play forty something minutes tonight. He just gonna have to play forty something minutes tonight, and that's just gonna be what it's gonna be. But uh, yeah, not a good showing from that second unit, man. And uh, Trey comes in, and they immediately go on a seven to run. Immediately go on a seven to run, and they finish out the how they finish out the second quarter in very stunning fashion, man. Very stunning fashion. Up thirty to nineteen in that quarter, man. Trey was special in that quarter. 
he was a plus 14. He was a plus 14. Uh, he was uh, 12 points and two assists, four rebounds, man. He was, he was hitting the boards tonight, man. He was hitting the boards kind of surprisingly. Uh, you don't really see that a lot from Trey, but tonight it was just one of those nights. So at the half, uh, the Hawks had 62 and the Mavs had 52. So uh, Hawks take a 10-point lead into the halftime. Feeling good about yourself. Trey and Young. Trey, Trey and Young. <laughs> Trey and John were playing spectacular basketball. Spectacular basketball. But as you guys know, the game is four quarters. The game is four quarters. Now, I don't know how many of you guys listened to the podcast I did the first time the Hawks played the Dallas Mavericks. One of the things I said is Lucas going to get Lucas stuff. KP's going to get his stuff, but you can't let K you can't let THJ and all these other like supporting casts go off. Keep that in mind. <laughs> That'll come up later. So Hawks start the third quarter with a 10-point lead, man. 10-point lead and actually third third quarter, I mean, you can kind of call it the John Collins quarter. Uh he goes 5 for 5 with 12 points. And um, it was kind of just tip and tap, tip and tip and tap. Um, Hawks, uh, they scored 28 points in the quarter and the Mavs scored 29 points in the quarter. And uh, you have a good feeling now. You got a good feeling. So the Hawks start the fourth quarter up nine. They're up nine going into the fourth quarter. And again, you still have to play the fourth quarter. Right. You still got to play the fourth quarter. But, you know, you got to have a you, you should have a pretty good feeling of how things go in the fourth quarter, right? How things are going to go. Luca goes to the bench and let me see if I can pull up. Let me hold on. Let me see if I can pull up the game cast of the possessions in the early fourth quarter. Let me see if I can pull that. Hold on one second. Let me do a little editing. Hold on one second. All right, through the magic of editing, here we go. All right, so fourth quarter. Let me let me just I'm just going to read off the scoring possessions. Hawks are up. Keep in mind they're up by nine. Tim Hardaway Jr. 26, 26 foot three pointer, ninety to eighty four. Now Tim Hardaway Jr. makes two point shot, ninety to eighty six. Tim Hardaway Jr. makes driving layup, ninety to eighty eight. Kevin Herter hit a three. Porzingis matches the three. Herter makes a ten foot shot. Then you have Tim Hardaway Jr. makes 26-foot three-point jumper again. Again, we see this happening again. Same thing that happened in the first game. Tim Hardaway Jr. is going Super Saiyan. All the time. All the time. He always does this to the Hawks. But this time, he had a little help. Because Jalen Brunson was eating on Trey Young. He was eating on my man. And this is no, I mean, you can take it however you want to. You can take it however you want to. But 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 Lloyd had them starters out there in the fourth quarter. And this ain't on Lloyd. Because Trey Young was getting eaten up by that backup point guard, Jalen Brunson. To the tune of 11 points in the quarter. 11 points in the quarter. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 13 points in the quarter. That's 20 to 24 points off your bench right there. 
Hawks had three points off your bench. Tony Snow had a three. That's 24 points between the two of them. Hawks as a team scored 27 in the fourth quarter. Trey was one for four. Six points. Herder was 10 points. I don't know what happened to John. I mean, John Collins had seven points, you know. Cam had a point, made a free throw. You know, Clint didn't really have anything. A colossal meltdown in the fourth quarter. Who do you blame? I don't know. Can't really blame anybody for this. I said it. Can't really blame anybody. I look at it like this. Whenever people have, whenever there's wins and losses in the NBA, fans always want accountability. They always want to blame somebody. But if you want to look at the situation, so uh, let me let me finish the recap. So um, it sets up the last play. Hawks are up. I mean, Mavs are up 118 to 117. They run a beautiful pick play. Collie Stein goes through the pick, knocks Trey Young on his, knocks him on his butt. They can't get the ball in the tray. Kevin Herter doesn't pull the trigger as John Collins is wide open going to the hoop. If he just would have pulled the trigger on that, John would have had at least a foul. He didn't really have the confidence in himself to make that pass, so he gets it into Gallo. And Gallo had a decent shot, but Gallo's not the guy that you want taking that last shot. You know, he's just not the guy you have taking that last shot. Could you, should you have called a foul on Trey? Probably so. They didn't. I'm not, I'm not really too mad about it. Not really too mad about it. You know, that's not a play that you call with four seconds left. That's not a foul that you typically call with four seconds left. Like, so you can be mad at the, you can be mad at that call. But most people, let me tell you this. Let me tell you how the thinking is. Most people that are mad at that call. Need to be mad at the fact that Jalen Brunson and Tim Hardaway Jr. cooked the Hawks in that fourth quarter. That's what they need to be mad at. That's what they need to be mad at. They need to be mad at them two dudes cooked the Hawks in the fourth quarter. Because those 26, those 24 points between those two guys, much more important than that last play when Trey Young got ran over by Willie Cauley-Stein. So that is the wrap-up. 118, 117. Hawks fall to 11 and 13. Mavs go to 12 and 14. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll play again. I have to check the schedule, see if they'll meet again. But other than, you know, the outcome, it was a very entertaining game. Thought the guys played really well. Um, but you, you can't let these bench guys come off the come off the bench and cook you like that. They cooked y'all. Like they cooked y'all. And here's the thing. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. Like they was Ding on my man. Like Tim Hardaway like that there there was there was a hand in his face. Like my guy Yuri hit, hit me up. He was like, yo, he was like, yo. He's he, I don't know why they don't play defense. Like, yo, they playing defense on my man. He just making shots. That's the game. He making shots. But that's just how it is in the NBA, man. On to the next. On to the next. So uh we're gonna take a quick break here from one of our sponsors on the half on the on the other half, we're going to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly, Fab Five, and the player of the game. You listen to the Hawksby Podcast, episode 24. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Hawksby Podcast, episode number 24 of season seven. Hawks fall to the Dallas Mavericks in the nationally televised game, 118 to 117. A Controversial ending, <laughs> I guess if you want to say controversial, but 
nevertheless, man, they don't get the job done. One eighteen to one seventeen. Um, let's go over the good, the bad, and the ugly. For me, for me, the good tonight was the duo of Trey and John. And I got to make mention of Kevin Herter, and we'll talk a little bit about Kevin uh, in the 5-5. Five, five. 23 points tonight, 9 of 15 shooting. John and Trey were just special tonight, and that is kind of a glimpse in what these two can be. But nonetheless, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't bang guys after they go, what, John was 33 and 8? Trey was 25 and 15. Here's the here's the dichotomy that you have with Trey and John. When you put up those type of numbers and you play the way they play, that was just outstanding. But come fourth quarter, where is it? Where is it? Trey only played 42 minutes. Did he get tired? Probably so. But if you want to be the big dog. If you want to be, if you want to, you know, if you want that LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, you know, winning titles type stuff, the last 12 minutes are what matters. The last 12 minutes is what matters. And again, this is the good, like the good is the John and the Trey and the, the synchronicity that the duo was playing with tonight, you know. But it's like I want better. Like, I want greater for them. Like, and I know that they can reach greater. I know that they can be greater. But I, that's what I want for them. That's what I want for them. So, it's like, you you both go 33 and 8. Well, I mean, John goes 33 and 8. Trey is 25 and 15. Let me pull up their fourth quarter numbers. Let me pull up their fourth quarter numbers. Fourth quarter. John Collins, 11 minutes, 19 19 seconds. Trey played the whole fourth quarter. Trey Young, six points, five assists. John Collins, seven points, one rebound. Three of seven shooting. 0 of two from downtown. These aren't bad numbers. But if we're talking about closing a team out, come on now. We're talking about closing a team out. You got to do better, man. Like, And sometimes that better isn't even necessarily scoring. Sometimes better isn't even necessarily scoring because Luca played eight minutes in the fourth quarter, five minutes. I know he had five points, five rebounds, and four assists. But I can remember Luca hitting a big three. I can make him. I remember him hitting uh, a man in the corner for a a, a, tr- a big assist. And not that Trey and John didn't make any plays down the stretch. It's just that you got to make more plays. You have to be better. And is that fair? No. But is that the reality? Yes. So, Trey and John are my good for tonight. The duo was my good for tonight. Um, The bad. The bad was the bench. The bench, man. Like, it was evident. (laughs) Listen. It was evident. That when <laughs> when they came out there, when Brandon Godwin came out there, in that three and a half minutes that he was out there in that lineup, and they couldn't get anything rolling, it was it was evident they weren't coming back. It wasn't evident they weren't coming back in that game. And what, what I mean is they, I mean that bench. Gallo was decent. Well, 
Gallo is, is, is kind of a, a unique situation, you know. He was 2 for 12, definitely not his best shooting night. Definitely not his best shooting night, you know. He's always been a mixed bag on defense, so, you know, if he's not making shots, then what does he give you? Like, and I'm, I mean, and, and this isn't me just trying to be, like, all, you know, contrarian and just finding stuff to bitch about. Like, nah, like, if he ain't making shots, what is he giving you? He, I mean, he didn't really make shots tonight. You know, 2 of 12, that's not a good shooting night. 1 of 7, you know. Tony Snell hit two threes. Okay. Six points, 28 minutes. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, look at, look at what their bench did. Tim Hardaway Jr., you know, Jalen Brunson, Collie Stein, 16 points, 21 points, 14 points. You got killed on the bench tonight. You got killed by the bench. But that was the bad tonight. The bench play was the bad. The ugly, the ugly to me was that last play. I didn't like the last play, and not because it was a myriad of things that I didn't like about the last play. And it wasn't just the fact that Trey Young, Got his wig split. <laughs> it was just the fact that Trey got his wig split. And my man was mad, bro. Like, he was 38 hot. He went after that ref, and I know he's going to have to drop some coins for that one. Oh, man. I ain't, Yeah, I mean, he in the heat of battle. He upset. I get it. He want to win. But you want, that, that's going to cost you some coins, brother. You, can, you, can't, come, you can't come at the ref in, in, in a manner like that, you know? Imagine if he was dark skinned and like six ten, then it definitely would have been a problem. But uh, just the whole, the whole, the whole sequence. I didn't like the fact that Trey got ran over. I don't like the fact that Kevin didn't pull the trigger when John was rolling to the hoop for. Because if he would have pulled the trigger at the right moment, but think about it, he would have had to deliver the perfect pass. Like he would have had to throw it like a little bit high, but. You know, just throw a high so the other player doesn't get it. I mean, he, I mean, he was open for like a hot second. But I don't like the fact he didn't make the pass. I didn't like the fact that, I mean, you got Gallo and you got you got a good shot from Gallo. But, I mean, any other night it would have been cool. But it was a night where Gallo wasn't hitting those shots. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, like Gallo's a shooter and so shooters shoot. So, I didn't really have a lot of problems with it. But... That was the ugly to me, just the whole sequence. I ain't like the way Trey barked at the refs. Like, you just can't do that, man. Like, you just can't do that, you know. But, yeah, that was the good, the bad, and the ugly for me. So, yeah. Fab Five. Fab Five is obvious. <laughs> well, well, maybe not so obvious. Because if you look at the starting lineup, I thought Clint Capella, let, let, let's go through the starting five. We'll start with Cam. Two for seven, seven points. Offensively, he was a mixed bag. Um, every time he shoots the ball, I cringe. Like, every time he shoots from three, I literally cringe. And this isn't me saying, that, Trey, you mean, Cam, you need to stop shooting the three? I just know that right now, whenever he shoots the ball, it is not going in. Especially when you're shooting it from three-point range. It is not going in. He doesn't shoot it with confidence. There's no kind of synchronicity to it. There's no flow to it. Whenever he shoots the ball from three, it's not going in. 
Um, but I will say this. I thought that tonight was one of his better defensive games. Engaged. I thought he was even engaged offensively, you know. The fact that he was two for seven doesn't really bother me so much on the grand scheme of things. I thought that he had a better than average defensive night. Like defensively, I saw him make a couple plays that were really good. Like just his feet work. Like he was just really good defensively to me. And I noticed it. So yeah, he was he was above average defensively tonight. Uh, I would say he was probably the best defender the Hawks had on the floor tonight. Uh, whose name was not John Collins. I thought John Collins played some pretty good defense tonight, too. So, yeah, Cam Reddish makes my 5-5. Five five. Uh, John Collins, of course. We'll talk about John in a minute. But Kevin Herter, let's talk about him. Kevin Herter, 35 minutes, 23 points, 8 assists. I loved Kevin's game tonight. Again, 15 points. That's what you're going to get. 15 shots. That's what you're going to get from Kevin. <laughs> And I know if I would have listened to the local broadcast, Dominique would have said, I need Kevin to be more aggressive. 15 shots. That's what you're going to get from Kev. You may get an occasional 20, 20 shots. Very rarely. 15 it seems to be his sweet spot. 15 seems to be his sweet spot. Four from seven from three. Eight rebounds, three assists. The thing I like about Kevin Herter tonight, and I and I got I, I credit Lloyd Pierce from this. When he decided that he wasn't gonna go with Brandon Godwin on that second string when that second unit had to go back out there without Trey, he had Kevin Herter playing a point guard. There it is. You know, it, it, it's tough, and you're gonna have to stagger the minutes. You know, you put you put Godwin in there, give him a shot. Maybe even Rondo on some nights. If they don't have it clicking, all right, boom, forget it. Herder, you got the point. That's what you're going to have to do. Stagger the minutes, do what you got to do. But you're giving up too much booty when uh, when Trey goes to the bench, period, point blank. Giving up too much booty. Uh, yeah, Kevin Herder makes a starting five for me, the fab five for me. I thought Cam Reddish made it because of his defense. Clint Capella, not his best game in my opinion. Six points, seven rebounds, but there's no one on the deal. There's no one on the bench I would substitute his game for. So he kind of makes the Fab Five by like <laughs> like the last one in, <laughs> last one in the door. Twenty-one points, six. Uh, I mean, twenty-one minutes, six six points, seven 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 rebounds. Not a Clint Capella night. He'll tell you it wasn't a Clint Capella night. He just wasn't sharp. Wasn't sharp tonight. But uh, sometimes it's just like that. So uh, for all intents and purposes, it's mainly just to start the starting five tonight, guys, for the Fab Five. John Collins, again, was sensational. 33 points, 8 rebounds, uh, 13 of 18 shooting. He was phenomenal shooting the ball. Um, one of three from three-point land. Um, what can you say? I thought he was good defensively. Like, I mean, I don't have nothing bad to say about him. Nothing bad. Nothing bad to say about JC. But when this game needed to be closed in the fourth quarter, him and Trey Young did not get it done. How can you say just those two? Those are your money men. Those are your money men. Unless somebody else is gonna step up and say, "Hey, you gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna ride my back tonight," then it's gonna be on those two by default. So, game is the game. Trey Young, twenty-five points, fifteen assists, seven rebounds, eight of twenty-two shooting, 
seven. Uh, I said seven rebounds already. Yeah, four of eleven from three. Forty-two minutes. I thought maybe he may have ran out of gas, but obviously the way he was barking at that ref at the end of the game, <laughs> he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't that tired. <laughs> and again, what are you gonna say? I'm not gonna bang Trey on this game. I'm not gonna say all oh, Trey didn't. He just didn't close. He didn't close, guys. Like I mean, he, that was it. He didn't close. He played a phenomenal game. He don't play that game. They lose by 20. They lose by 20. Next step in his maturation, figure out how to close these games. Figure out how to close these games, man. So, yeah, that is the Fab Five um, player of the game. Who was the player of the game to me? I'm going to go John Collins. I'm going to go John Collins, man. 33 points. Stupid efficient. 13 of 18 tonight. Eight rebounds. Uh, I thought he made some great defensive plays. He was he was the model of consistency for me tonight. So, John Collins, you are the Hawks beat player of the game. Congratulations. You get absolutely nothing, but you get bragging rights that you are the player of the game. So, uh, we're going to take another quick break, and we're going to wrap things up. But you're listening to the Hawks beat podcast, episode number 24 of season 7. Appreciate you guys. What's up, folks? It's your boy Edo for the Hawks Beat Podcast. I want to share something that we are doing for the month of February. We are going to be giving away a small business advertising packet for free. Yes, we're going to give away advertising on our podcast, our website, our social media. And we want to connect with your small business or maybe be somebody that you know. So here's what we need you to do. Connect with us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Hawks Beat. You can find us there. Let us know what small business you represent, and you will be entered into a drawing. Once we select a winner, uh, we'll partner with them and promote their business for the month of February for the brand cost of free. <laughs> it's free advertising. So look, connect with us on our social media. We look forward to hearing with you and possibly partnering with you for the month of February. Thanks. We'll see you soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I said I was going to put the housekeeping at the end. So, again, this has been the Hawks Week Podcast, episode 24 of season 7. Make sure to check out all the podcasts that we have. A big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us on our social media Connect with us on Twitter at HawksBeat. It's all one word. And we would love, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast. Help us out. Give us a five-star rating. We would greatly appreciate that from the bottom of our hearts. <laughs> so subscribe to the pod. Follow us on Twitter. Whenever you see us tweeting out the links, we appreciate the retweets, the reshares, all of that jazz. Whatever you can do to help us promote. We greatly appreciate it. And like we always say at the end of every podcast, we got to keep things in perspective, right? So we do it by saying this. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.